We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world, George's Box. The George's Box. I'm JJ. Nick. And Nick's dad's here. So, like, that's fun. Like, this team sucks a bag of dicks. But Nick's dad's here. So, this is... Nick, is this your, like, your family does, like, an annual around Labor Day? Like, where you're in Ocean City or something? Yeah, ever since 1995. So, it's been a long... Ocean City, New Jersey or Maryland? Jersey. Jersey. Okay. So, Nick's family does the annual trip. It's become now our annual tradition during the annual trip to be joined by Nick's dad so we can get, you know, a perspective from a guy who's seen the team now in this case, like he's seen the team play well, he's seen them play bad for a long time. He's seen them get good and we're back to as bad as bad gets. So I think it'll be interesting to like to hear his perspective. How you doing, Mr. Kirby? I'm doing great, Jack. Um, and 1995 is a, is a key thing here because that's really the last time I was at the beach where I wasn't really sure if the Yankees would make the playoffs or not. Well, hey, I, we're pretty sure now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it's, it's been almost 30 years where almost every summer that we've come to the beach, we've been excited about the Yankees. They've been in the heart of a pennant race. They're, they're gutting it out. They're making, they're making moves at the deadline. It's always an exciting time to be a Yankee fan when you're, in, when you're at the beach in August. This year, it's not. And this year, this year, it's just a complete disaster. And I think it's probably the worst year, in my view, since they got to the playoffs in 95. Because in, in 13 and 14, no one thought with Chris Stewart and Brian Roberts and these other losers that they brought in that they were ever going to compete. So you weren't disappointed in all. You weren't, like, kicking yourself in August going, what happened? You know, I had such high hopes. You had no hopes for the whole year anyway. Those this teams year. actually performed better than this team. Yes, too. yes they yes. did. They perform more to their potential, which is saying, which is sad, but it's true. And so now this team is an absolute joke. It's a disgrace. And Brian Cashman's a disgrace. And I, I just can't, I can't stand to see 
what they've turned into. So, you know, you've uh, I commented on before we're recording, you, you've grown your hair out. So I'm going to, you know, like a lady, I'm not going to ask how old you are. I'm going to show you that respect. But you were cognizant of in the late 70s. You remember them winning the World Series. Yes. You saw the 80s, early 90s. Then we came back up. So for anyone who's never been through this dip, because like, I, I don't see a way out of it next year. Like this isn't going to be a quick thing. What gave you hope through the 80s? Like, well, how do you keep caring when you go <laughs> well, through yeah, this? In, in all honesty, I mean, there there's been a lot of, you know, there've been a lot of articles about, oh, people going back, oh, George was still around. George sucked as an owner from 82 all the way until about 94. He was a horrible owner. They had 19 managers. They changed managers multiple times a year, a few times. I mean, they were a complete train wreck. So George, George, the ghost of George Steinbrenner coming back would not fix what's wrong with the Yankees. So that's so that's I mean, that's one thing. But I think in terms of like, how did I hang on to hope after about 87, where I think they kind of like dabbled getting close to first place near the end of the year? They didn't come close to they were an independent race for about eight years at that point. So it was I had no hope. I didn't watch. I didn't care. I didn't follow them. And it was a different year because there was no real. Cable wasn't really a thing then. There was no internet, so okay. you weren't you weren't like addicted to checking your phone and you know there's two outs now. What's gonna happen? You know, DJ's up. What did he do? Like there was none of that. You literally had a newspaper and a radio, and you could find out who won the game, or you know if you were lucky enough to have have some kind of like I used to get Channel 11 and I could watch some of the games, but it was it was like out of sight, out of mind almost when they were bad. I just stopped. I stopped following them literally for about six years. And when Nick was born, then you have no time to follow anything. So it was the timing of his birth was good because they sucked in 1992 <laughs> and they were in last place. I didn't care if I missed the game, you know, so it was a different time. I think that's a good perspective that I didn't think about is just like the access to it, because I also think like, hey, when like when they stunk in the early 90s, like I went, you know, I was born in 85. So when I'm six, seven, eight years old. I'm going to a fair amount of games. We had like family connections, but also you sat in the lower level for 10 bucks. Yeah. It was like now they're asking you a hundred dollars to just get in the door to watch them suck, which I think makes it a lot harder, but people are still showing up and that is going to, you know, nothing's wrong as long as people keep showing up and they're raising ticket prices. So like, I'm sure you saw that. I'm sure you saw that article like around 10%. You know, and I think they're doing that to make up for it because they know they're getting no playoff revenue this year. But that's a slap in the face, too. Yeah. The, oh, the idea that this this franchise thinks that they can raise ticket prices after what they've put out there this year uh, is insane, especially with like no you know, we don't know that anything's going to change. We don't know that Boone's gone. We know Cashman's not gone. So. Mr. Kirby, do you think the key to this or are you with us on the key to all of this is Brian Cashman? I don't know. You know, I, I think, you know, you guys have talked about Hal a lot and a lot of people have criticized Hal. When you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth, your your sense of urgency and priorities about anything in life are pretty dim. You, you, you have no there's nothing like pressing him to make any earth shattering decisions now to turn anything around. He's still got a six billion dollar company privately held. He's still making boatloads of money. Does he would he rather see them in the playoffs? Sure. But is he going to lose any sleep because they're in last place? I don't know that he is, honestly. I, I don't think 
Cal really is a baseball fan. I don't really think he cares at all. And I, I think I think we're seeing that now. He just as long as the thing is making money, he's just going to let it keep rolling along. Yeah, I don't think. Um, yeah, I don't think he's up at night at all thinking. <laughs> what you know? I mean, if can, they can just you, told DJ you, to play in on that bunt. Can you can you see how hiring a private investigator to follow Chapman around to make sure he wasn't in in you know in some kind of Cuban cartel? <laughs> like he he doesn't care. Like it's I, there's different. times I don't think he knows who the players are. Like yeah, I don't, I don't think Hal Steinbrenner, and I know it's late in the season. There's been a lot of changes, but I don't think he could tell you a 26 man roster. Yeah, <laughs> no, he doesn't know who Ian Hamilton is or Albert Abreu. Yeah, he has no idea who they are at all. Um, yeah, I just you know it, it's. It's good to talk to you, Mr. Kirby. It's good to get your perspective. Nick, do you have any more questions for, for your dad just to get like kind of his perspective on what's going on? Well, I want to bring up something that you tweeted and then something that I saw the other day. So you had tweeted something along the lines of, oh, Judge is hitting a bunch of home runs against the Nationals, but not the Astros or whatever. And then he goes 0 for 14 or whatever it was in this race series. Didn't have a single hit. And I just think that really kind of personifies what he's been, which has been dominating against bad teams, but against the Houston's against the Tampas and against the Boston's that's where, and those are the three teams that have bullied us during the Boone era. He hasn't stepped up. I just thought this week was, you know, it was a kind of a symbolic of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone has said Aaron judge isn't a good baseball player. Right? Like I think we all know Aaron judge can do this if he's healthy and it's not a really good team on the other side there, you know, but yeah. is that, is that $40 million a year? Yeah, you know, I don't think so. So, yeah, I mean, to everyone was just like going nut. Judges back three home run night, but like it's a tree falling in the woods. And they're eleven games back. And the other thing I wanted to ask you about is, so you saw Munson obviously is a captain Jeter. Do you like how responsible do you think Judge is for the broken clubhouses? Like he's supposed to, like because me and Jack kind of think he's the captain. He's supposed to kind of mend this together. But then you're seeing things like, oh well, Gardner and CC are gone, and that's why the the clubhouse sucks. Like to me, that's kind of unjudged. Do you agree? And I, and I, I think the fact that we're even talking about that shows you how bad the Yankees are. Like if the Yankees were in first place, no one would care if Judge never opened his mouth as long as he was producing. And I, 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 I think we're looking, we're trying to desperately to make sense of what's happened, you know. And it's like, you know, Cashman. What happened to Cashman? What? Why isn't House, you know, okaying more budget or? What's Boone doing? And I, I think they have a shitty team. They have a bad roster. They don't have very many good players. They have old, overpaid, unathletic kind of guys who are not terribly motivated at this point in their careers to achieve. Any, I mean, if Giancarlo at this point hasn't, like, turned it on, he's never going to turn. Like, he's done. And I think I think DJ probably is done as well. They just don't have the they don't have the horses to compete, particularly in the AL East. I've really enjoyed like DJ had like a nice little weekend and like that'll maybe save us some of the money we have to eat on a trade it is sell like hot. that. Yeah, that like or and it's not even high like sell at not completely awful. You know, and, and that's where we are like, you know, it, what and I even decide to put the game on. They hit a home run and I'm not excited that like, oh, great. Like we might win this game. No, I'm excited because we might be able to trade somebody and not have to eat the entire salary, but knowing we're still going to have to eat a lot of it. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Yeah, you know, with like the, the judge stuff, I think it just like took so long to for him to say anything. And And yeah, I think it's a great point that if... The Yankees are in first place. We don't give a shit what he's doing as captain. You're only captain when you're doing a bad job. And I get it. Like, is he responsible for everybody hitting 230? No, he's not the hitting coach. He's not the manager. He's not the GM. But when you take the role of captain, and yes, obviously he's making $40 million a year. He's never going to have to worry about it. But that's a job for life. Like, somebody always wants you to pay for, you know, wants to pay for a signature. Like, that is. So that's what comes with it. You know, I know there's no bump in pay for doing it, but it is a longer paycheck when you're the captain of the Yankees. Even like if if Judge never played another game, he was a captain of the Yankees. He's in that small club. And and for Jeter's captainship, I don't think they ever fi- I think the worst they finished was probably third place. I don't think they were ever in fourth or fifth. You always had the Orioles and the Rays or or whoever that was that was behind them. So the Jeter was never even in this position as a captain. That he never had a losing record. Yeah, he was never in this position, and at the same time, like, you know, he stood there at the locker every day. Like, we we saw the new, you know, because, like, yeah, we weren't watching every game all the time, but, like, we'd read he had something to say after every game, uh, you know, because he was the captain. The only other thing I wanted to – so we, we keep saying, like, oh, Cashman safe, Cashman safe. They have 62 wins, and I think I said this last week, but if they – Say they only win five more games, which is possible, and they finish with 67 or 68 wins. I mean, that is, like, horrendous. I, I do still think there is a number where 
how it could go scorched earth. I don't know if they're going to get that or we'll, or if we'll even find out, but I guess I do think that number exists. I know you, you, you don't Jack, right? I read an article. No. So I don't think there's any way Cashman's okay. gone. I, I read an article today that pointed out that like in order for even Boone to be gone, it has to be something that's never happened before, which is him going against Cashman. Cashman still wants Boone because if Cashman, if Boone's gone, one, it reflects that like, hey, this didn't work like you because at least like Girardi picked Girardi got the World Series, you yeah. know, 30 yeah. years ago. Yeah. But now like now you picked a guy that didn't work. You've got to pick another guy. You need quick results. You know, at, the fans want Don Mattingly. I don't think Don Mattingly is the, you know, the right call in where the game of baseball is right now. So you're going to have people unhappy. So it makes sense that he still wants Boone. And this would have to be the first time that Hal went against Cashman. Which is hard to see happen. And that was the Andy Martino piece. I think you're, you're talking. Okay. About. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That would have been him. I read it, it earlier and just forgot. It's crazy to think that Boone could be back ne- next year. Like that's, it's wild to like, you feel like they have to throw somebody overboard. But at, at the same time, you know, if it looks like, Hey, the team's really probably not going to go that far. If there's not someone who it's like, this is exactly who we want next. Do you just let him go out? He, let him go out there and eat some innings. Go eat, yeah. you know, eat half a season. If we're in the same situation that we are, you get rid of him. You give someone a shot to be an interim manager. Maybe it lights a fire under the team, uh, pro, you know, like Rob Thompson probably doesn't, though. And then, you know, then you bring a new manager in. But like, I just don't see. I can see it going both ways where it's just like, oh, let me save my ass by getting rid of Boone. But I think it's more likely that they just say, like, well, we didn't give him the tools and now we're going to do a better job of giving him the tools. We're not done yet. And then they're obviously done. Yeah, it's almost like a punt year. It's almost like just a nothing year. Yeah. Let contract run out. And yeah. And Josh Donaldson's about to do a minor league rehab. assignment. Yeah. Let's go. I saw a tweet somewhere where someone was just like, we're very close to Frankie Montas <laughs> pitching to Josh Donaldson in Tampa in September. That's a depressing picture. Yeah. Like September 20th. Oh, he could be back within a week. Yeah. It's going to like, it's, it's tough times. It's tough times. I mean, I think people normally tune in. Normally we've got an hour for you. We don't have an hour this week. No. Nick's on vacation. This team fucking stinks. Nothing really major has happened. I mean, I think, you know, we we tried to pick a couple of fights with the Rays this weekend. <laughs> yeah. And even though it was Brandon Lowe was just like he even said to the press, he was just like, yeah, they're just trying to light a fire under their season. And we're not going to respond and let that happen. Like we're are that is laughing stock level, yeah. like not just the performance on the field. But like that is embarrassing that other teams are just like, no, you guys are losers. I won't even fight you. Not used to getting punked like that, like just straight embarrassed. Yeah. Like laughing stock, like you said. Yeah, no, it's it's been it's brutal. Uh, raised raised. I mean, the Rays have been dominating us at this point for four or five years, really, since since COVID started. It, it feels like they kind of own us. Cash really owns Boone from a managerial side or Rose Arena. They just they just have our number. And what do you think for this week? I think we we maybe split a series with Detroit. People start to build a little bit of hope and then just go get like our teeth kicked in in Houston. A little bit of hope. They're going to be I mean, they're going to be in the lottery if they for the number one pick, if they keep 
<laughs> yeah, I know, but like we are our stupid fan base. Like I know that where they're not, but people people were talking about are they is are the Yankees back because Judge hit three home runs. Like he's going to do that every game the rest of the season. <laughs> and they still only have the one series win since June twenty or the two series wins since June twenty fourth were Oakland and and Kansas City. Like I don't think they're they they play Kansas City the last weekend of the season, so that I guess they'll probably win that meaningless series by that. They might finish whatever they are. They're one, twelve, and three in their last sixteen series or whatever. They might not win another non-Oakland Kansas City series. I could see them even like taking the first, like two of the first three in this Detroit series and losing the last one to split it, so they don't get the win. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it, I just I'm now at the point where I'm enjoying them like fill a couple of people with hope that <laughs> means nothing, and then just watch and be like, I can't believe they blew this game. Like, of course they blew this game. What would make you not be able to believe that they blew this game? They did the most likely thing that they've shown us this season. Like, they lost the game. It's more likely that the Yankees lose a game than win a game based on just, you know, the last two years. And that's been every rubber game is like they're up 5-2 in the 7th or 4-3 to three in the 8th, and they just never, never finish it off. Yeah, no, they, they just invent new ways to lose. And can we talk about the Higgy, Higgy throwing the – Air mailing that throw and and a Rosarina scoring from first on a steal. Yeah, I mean it's it's a joke. Like from a fundamental, I mean Higgy got thrown out at third base again on a ground ball in front of him. Yes, like I said, like I think there's a, a certain you know I know our medical staff isn't the best, but I think we need to bring in someone to see if these guys are developmentally disabled <laughs> because it is like a possible explanation. How do you keep doing that? How yeah. do you keep yeah. doing the same? The exact same thing that's the biggest don't do this in the game. If you do that in high school, you're benched immediately. Immediately. Yeah. There's no consequences. And it's like with Higgy, I don't need to see him play for my team ever again. Like we were talking about this last night. He's he's a 200 hitter that might hit 10 home runs and can't throw anybody out. I haven't seen him throw anybody out in weeks. Like I don't need to see him ever again. Call let Give Wells some burns something. But there's, yeah. there's so many guys like that. It's, I don't need to see them again. He was a, it was like he was a fun backup when he was truly a backup. Yeah. Would come in, play one game a week, hit a home run one out of those every four games. Be like, holy shit, Higgy's got nine home runs this season. That's cool. Oh, he went to high school with Cole. All right, he can hang out for a bit. But no, I mean it's part of just like a huge overhaul that we need. Like we need to see where Trevino is. We need to see like we need to get Wells up and see what we have because we got to make a decision. Is he the backup? Uh, and uh, the future, or is it, you know, Rorvet? Or, like, if everything keeps saying, like, everything keeps saying Wells projects as an outfielder first yeah. baseman, why is he still getting behind the plate and slowing his development in other areas? I have him in left, I have him in left field every day in, in AAA and see if he could be the next. Get him out there like Schwarber. See if yeah. he can be Schwarber. Yeah. No. I'm with you. Yeah, his team sucks. Um, but what's it? I mean, you're at the beach and you're not tied to something. Like, is this the first time you're enjoying the beach, like in your life? It's, the beach part. Not bringing, like, not bringing the Bluetooth down for the Sunday, for the Sunday day game was weird because, like, always do that and then not having them on at night. It's just like, oh, we were just like the TV's just not on. It's very and usually at this time we're like talking about uh, who who do you want to see in the first round in the DS or how many games up are we or when can we clinch? It's very, it's a very almost eerie like creepy thing knowing that on september 30th it's just over i think you guys are just like as a family finding out you don't really know each other (laughs) (laughs) you just have this one thing in common (laughs) 
Yeah, no, it's weird, man. Uncharted, uncharted waters. No pun intended by the ocean. Yeah. Well, enjoy the rest of your week, Mr. Kirby. Thank you for some of the uh, the 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 wisdom from prior generations. So that listen, if if he could survive the '80s, we can survive this shit. Let's uh, we'll, we'll stick to it. Um, you follow me on Twitter at JJ from the Bronx. Follow Nick at nkirbynyy. And uh, if you're in Ocean City, uh, New Jersey, I don't know, send Nick a tweet and buy him a beer. That's what I got. There's no parades. Parades aren't happening. That's it. Parades suck. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.